This is Self Guided, the podcast for real self-empowerment, where I share the wisdom that I've collected as a feminine embodiment coach. It's everything that's helped me and my clients get off the addictive cycle of finding a flaw within yourself to fix and instead step into radical self-acceptance. Because honestly, we were never broken. Please enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first season and the very first episode of Self-Guided, where we will be ending all indecision and confusion by checking in with the body to answer the big question, is this for me? Before we go on with today's episode, you may have noticed our beloved podcast has a new name. While the Enneagram One project was loads of fun and insights, it has come to a close that said, if you're in Enneagram One, I hope you'll stick around at least for this episode because this episode is full of really useful tips on how to stop that endless spinning that you might find yourself in when trying to make a decision, which I know that would have been very beneficial for me as a one. If I could gift you but one gift, it would be the skill of tapping inwards to really know if something, anything, is for you. And so we begin this new podcast with what's been my greatest gift to myself that I now share with you. There's a reason why the ability of tapping inwards is instrumental for anyone, anyone looking to create a purposeful life. And that is because it brings you closer to your own truth. What's good for you? What I see happening more and more is a harmful paradigm in the self-development world that I'm in. And it says this, here's what an optimized life, body, mindset looks like. Conform to it to access what you've been missing or fix your flaws. And if you can't adopt this way of being, then there's something wrong with you and or you are in your own way. Contrary to what you've been promised, you don't become more self-empowered within this paradigm, but instead become practiced at calibrating yourself to others. I saw this in myself. I truly believed that they, you know, they knew something I didn't know, that they had answers for me that would make me feel like I knew what the heck I was doing. I was all in on their version of a best life. Their idea of how I needed to live my life to, quote, unquote, optimize it. Doing it more their way, being more them, and a lot less me. I wonder if you see that in the self-development world as well, and maybe even in yourself. As you will hear me say for just about most things, in itself, the paradigm, this whole thing, it's not a problem if you desire to be led, right? Some people want what I might consider to be 
something I don't want, and that's not a problem. It becomes concerning when what you desire is real self-empowerment. And this, this was not self-empowerment for me. What it did was to keep me in a cycle where I would continuously find something that I could and should improve in myself, forcing myself into molds that were not my own and wondering what in the world was wrong with me. You can see how that just perpetuates the cycle and on for another ride, I would go over and over and over again. I am not anti-self-development. I'm here, right? I am, however, over the addiction of finding a supposed flaw that needs fixing. And that so-and-so has the answer for me. Yes, this podcast has tips and techniques and conversations that are deeply rooted in self-development. But there's a very important distinction in my approach. What I share with you is so that you may experience real self-empowerment. The kind where you become more of you. It's all already there inside of you. I am just presenting you with the tools that I have found helpful in remembering my own radiance. It's about your own self-reflection and self-awareness. You see, I stand for real self-empowerment, the kind that gets to the root of you and challenges social norms that we accept over the truth of who we are, even if that changes over time. So what is real self-empowerment? Well, each self would have to answer that for themselves. So before I offer my view, pause and consider what you think it is. What is it for you? My vision of real self-empowerment for myself and what I bring to the table is where we are done forcing ourselves to fit a mold because instead we choose to be self-assured. We are done seeking to fix ourselves because we are self-honoring. We are done using these tools against ourselves because we are self-guided. And we are done aligning to the gurus because we are self-calibrated. In a nutshell, real self-empowerment is being more you with less and less outside conditioning that has programmed itself in your mind without your explicit consent. It's about uncovering your authentic self, celebrating it, supporting it, nourishing it, and receiving its messages. Otherwise, what's being sold as self-development, self-help, and self-empowerment is often just different conditioning and programming. My hope for each of you from this moment on is that you are aware of this and make decisions according to what you desire. Not what I say, but what you desire. You may still want what you've been sold as self-development. That's perfectly okay.
The question is, where do you turn when you do want something different? Or when you want to see if you even want something different? When I realized I wanted something different, kind of got stuck because I had no idea where to begin, where to turn. If you've listened to the intro to this episode, then you know that I am not only certified as a mindset life coach, but also, more recently, as a feminine embodiment coach. And through feminine embodiment, I was able to tap into self with more ease and found that the approach was an excellent alternative to access what lies beyond conditioning, as well as mend for the shortcomings of other forms of self-coaching. It's been my experience that even though I know in my deepest of self that there's nothing to fix, that I am perfectly fine, I still have a desire to explore what else is or could be available to me. And that as a self-proclaimed self-development geek, that usually comes in the form of courses, coaches, and programs. Does that mean that I don't invest in self-development offers anymore? Nope. I still love this stuff. I am, however, much more discerning. The difference is that I'm on to myself. I know that most of the time, the desire to purchase a course is because of some deep-seated belief that I'm flawed and will be better after, after this magical course. I don't think any one of us can escape the media and the constant messages being thrown at us so that we find ourselves needing and searching for a quick fix outside of ourselves. So I know, I know this, and yet I feel this urge to improve or fix. And these courses, programs, and coaches have all the pretty packaging, and I feel pulled to buy almost every time. There is absolutely no problem with me having this response. And I still would prefer to choose my next purchase based on a different mechanism altogether. This mechanism would be one where I really do check in with myself before I press buy. And I've already hinted at it earlier. I tap into self. Okay. So let's make sure that we answer the question of what is self. At this point, I have used the idea, the concept of self a few times already. So let's answer what is self. What do I mean by self? As I answer this, I know that I didn't come up with this notion myself, but I don't know from which sources I am pulling it all together in a specific way. It is likely to be a combination of sources, so please bear with me because I use the concept of self a lot, and I just want you to know what I mean when I say it. Self is the whole of you. It is made of your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, and your energetic body. More than that, 
Self is what notices the felt sensation of it all. Now, this, of course, reminds me of the concept of the watcher from Eckhart Tolle, and of course, the idea of soul or essence. And that is probably the mixture that created this in my mind, along with the teachings of feminine embodiment. In any case, I certainly do not claim intellectual property for this. The purpose of this explanation is really so that you know what I mean when I say self. And so when I want to answer the question, is this for me? I say, tap into self. It's really about receiving the messages from within. And to do that, I've relied on the practices that I've learned in feminine embodiment. The way I've applied the skill in my life has been to allow my mind to present questions, whatever they may be, such as, is this for me? And to rely on the support of the other bodies, the other parts of me, namely the energetic body, the emotional body, the physical body, and the mental body, to help guide me. That is how I am self-guided. In fact, I would scream it from the rooftops if I could just so everyone could have the skill if they wanted it. That is real self-empowerment. A few disclaimers before we continue, before I give you all the details. First, if you hold trauma in your body or do not feel safe in your body, I can't, in good conscience, invite you to do this practice without some sort of self-agreement to honor your edges and not go beyond them, or perhaps reach out for names of trauma-based embodiment coaches and practitioners. Second, at the beginning, when you first start this, it's wise to do an embodiment practice in a formal way, in a dedicated time and space, certainly not when you're driving. You want to be able to focus inward, and that takes practice at first. Eventually, you can just tap in. But at the beginning, a little bit harder. I'm so excited to share the steps with you now. So you can do this later when it's convenient for you to do so. And when you're wondering, is this for me? You can totally write this all down or you can go to my website where you will find a guided audio and quick reference guide that you can download for free. Any link that I share, anytime I say go to my website, it's always the same place. DominicVandal.com slash links. That's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L dot com slash L-I-N-K-S. You'll always find everything right there. All right, let's get to it. There are really three steps that I use over and over again to hear the messages that self is communicating. And it's really quite simple. First, I regulate my nervous system. It's not possible to tap in when you're not feeling safe. So I invite you to either listen to the guided audio to see how I do it specifically. And I also invite you to just find what works for you. It may look like meditating and it may look like dancing. There is no better way than another. I know that I'm in a good place to check in when I am calm. And my mind isn't spinning or preoccupied. 
But that's me and my body. So consider what it could be for you. Breath is typically a really good place to start your exploration. Once that is done, bring up to mind that course, that program or coach that you want to invest in. Sort of hold it in your mind's eye. And as you do it, notice any subtle changes in one of the four bodies that I've mentioned before. Emotional, physical, energetic, and mental. Let me guide you through one now just to give you an example. If I were to be tapping into the physical body at first, I would bring myself to a calm energy, bring up the course that I'm considering in my mind's eye, and then pay attention to any subtle shift in my body. Like maybe my breath changes when I think about it. My posture. Maybe there's new tension that gets created. I would take note of whatever that is. And then finally, as the third step, I'd ask myself, what is my physical body saying to me through these felt sensations? That's it. While you don't have to go through each of the types of felt sensations, I do invite you to play with them and see what you are able to notice when you pay attention to the subtle changes when you think about that course, program, or that coach. I can share how self communicates through my body, but it really is such an individual and unique experience that it's something you won't truly know until you try it. Here are some of the small changes that I look for when I do this practice. Any physical change, such as posture or tension. Any emotional change, such as an urgency or an opening up. Any mental image or word that pop up. And lastly, any energetic shift, such as heaviness or lightness. Do Interpret these for what works for you. Try what sounds like fun. Try what sounds like, oh, maybe. Oh, I would just love to try that. And don't bother too much about the rest. Your instinct of what to try first is a really, really good indication of where your comfort is and where you're more likely to hear the messages. You will find this explanation, and so many more examples in the guides. The best part is you can just put on the guided audio and let me do the heavy lifting. Ask all the questions while you allow your body to communicate the answers to you. You will find the guides over at dominicvandal.com slash links. Once again, that's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L.com slash links, L-I-N-K-S. And it's titled, Is This For Me Guides? If you found this helpful and know others who would appreciate this podcast or the guides, make sure to let them know all about it. Until next time, love to each and everyone. If you're new to feminine embodiment or want to know how to 
better tap into your body's wisdom? I've got just the resource for you. I created the Is This For Me guide to help you find out exactly how your body is speaking to you and letting you know if something is a full body yes or not. You can grab the guide at dominicvandal.com slash links. That's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L.com slash links, L-I-N-K-S. That's right, with an S. And guess what? The guide is specifically designed to see if a program, course, or coach is for you. And let's be real, you can use this guide for everything. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me.